Hello, everybody. My name is Goof Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. Uh, today is Monday. It's Monday. It's a Monday show, and I'm not feeling bad. I'm actually feeling good. Uh, I came back last night, and I got home, ordered some... It was a long trip. Like, the, the, the trip back, the drive back was awful for me. Um, you know, just try to keep myself hyped up with music and such and whatever. Uh, and I was supposed to go to the gym last night to film some stuff but I was like I was on my second can of caffeine and that's 600 milligrams and I don't I try not to put myself up to 900 because that is dangerous um that's getting into the dangerous territory of of caffeine consumption so I try not to do that I rarely do that I think I've only ever done that once so far in my life um and because it's a horrible thing to do to your body as to consume is to basically overdose on caffeine um, I know the limit is higher than that, but still staying as far away from that limit as I possibly can within reason, right? Like usually like, if I have, ca- I'll have some caffeine before my shift starts for work, um, to prevent some like mid work sleepiness because the caffeine lasts for a while. And by the time the, my shift ends, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm back to normal. I can feel myself getting sleepy and kind of my body kind of winding down a little bit. And then that's when I hit it with a second dose of caffeine for the gym. Because my pre-workout is has caffeine in it, um, but that serves its purpose of helping me get through my workout. After that, after I've expended that energy, you know, I can go to bed and just like a sleep like a baby. Well, not like a baby, sleep like a, a grown adult who's tired because babies wake up every few hours crying and screaming because they either poop themselves or they just want company, you know. Um, but I, I, it's been good. Like, I, but on Sunday night. I got home, I ordered food, I had to wait for it to be delivered, so, you know, it gets to be about 8.30-ish, I get my food, eat it, had a wonderful salad, I gotta say, the next few days, I, I'm gonna be eating um, a lot lower calorie meals, because um, I've been eating a lot of more high calorie uh, meals, because it, it, was, it was bulking time for me. I usually do that when the uh, when the heat starts to kick in around here because it's right before summer actually like officially begins. Um, so then I start cutting. Like I've never had really had much of a beach body, but I don't go to the beach, so I don't really worry about it, which is hilarious to me because so many people because on you know YouTube and on TV you'll, you'll be you'll be hearing advertisements like oh you want the you know you want the beach bod for the summer well you know use this product or sign up for this thing and that program and this program but I'm like let's be honest like uh, I think I don't know if there are a lot of people that really care about having a beach body because I've seen the people that go to the beach and I'm like they just have average bodies some people are big some people are small some people really just don't care they're wearing two piece anyway, despite what they look like, because they love their so they they're fine with themselves. They're comfortable in their own skin, and they go out there anyway. I've seen the guys that get out to the beach, man. They <laughs> plenty of shirtless guys out there that don't have a six pack. They have they have a nice gut. They, it's a gut. A gut's a gut. You know they they're not caring. They're just trying to enjoy the sun and enjoy the beach. Me not being a beach person though, I don't. And me not living near a beach, it's not worth the trip just to go out and sit outside in the sun and not pr- pretty much not go in the water or do more than dip my toes in the water. Like, uh, it's too much work. Too much work. Where I can just stay outside and 
put a tub of water outside that has some ice in it, you know, and sit out in my backyard or my front yard where it's where it's still hot, you know, the sun's still shining. So, <laughs> but the beach has just never been that worth uh, worth, worth the trip, you know. Uh, so the other thing that, um, that I wanted to, oh, sorry, let me go back. Uh, but yeah, after I ate food, it was like nine 30, I passed out, woke up at like five this morning feeling all right. Like I was actually feeling rested. I was like, Ooh, cool. It's early. So I got on my computer, looked up some stuff, went back to, uh, oh, sorry. I ate food. I had a salad because I didn't finish all the salad, but I had the other half of the salad for breakfast this morning, and it was delightful. Honestly, can't say I hated it, loved it, and uh, yeah, that was that was it. Went back to sleep, woke up around noon, had a little bit more food before I left because I was like, hmm, yeah, I definitely needed to eat before I left. But yeah, we're focusing on lower calorie, but still, you know, dense meals and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how my body reacts. And that's one thing. Like, I've already... This is day two of actually uh, eating really nice salads. And... Because I'm not usually heavy on salads and whatnot. Like, I'll have vegetables, but usually I'm not, like, much of a salad person sometimes. Because finding a good enough dressing that isn't so high in calories is freaking hard sometimes. So I usually skip salads and things like that. My back itches. There we go. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was, everything's been fine. So the, these next like few weeks through to the end of the summer, like even the time that I'm going to be gone, like uh, we're, we're cutting weight, we're cutting weight, we're cutting off the fat that's there because some of it started to come in. Um, and it's weird. So I, my body does not receive fat very well. It's it, like it, what, what's funny is that I've got more of a, a powerlifter's gut like everywhere else looks totally fine people tell me i get compliments i've gotten a lot of compliments in the last few couple months about how i look which is great um because you know every now and then i have to do weigh-ins and whatnot and so my last weigh-in was like the heaviest i've ever been which was just over this weekend yeah it was that did happen this weekend um, and yeah, it was the heaviest I ever was, uh, I've ever been. And I'm like, whoa, I don't know I could be this weight. And I didn't realize I was this weight. I don't check my, I don't like, I don't weigh myself that often. I really don't. I work out, I eat and I go about my business, you know, weighing in weight has never been much of an issue for me, but I also don't look at the scale because, you know, being too self-conscious about that number, it can really break your spirit sometimes. Um, because the number is not going to move as often as you think it would like, losing it you can you can lose probably about a good pound and a half per week and you know if you're consistent with it by the end of that month you'll have lost you know maybe 10 pounds maybe less than that probably less than that but you know maybe eight pounds if you're up to like losing two pounds per week but uh honestly like it's the scale can be kind of daunting sometimes so I don't pay attention to it. I pay attention to how, you know, how good I feel, right? How do I feel when I wake up in the morning? How do I feel halfway through the day? How do I feel at the end of the day? You know, how do I feel moving about my day, doing my normal activities? Am I feeling extra exhausted? Is it extra hard to lift this thing or to move this thing or to go up these stairs or go down these stairs or, 
you know, is it hard for me to bend over to tie my shoes? Is it harder for me to bend down and pick something up? You know, how, you know, how's my sleep? Stuff, I look at stuff like that, stuff that really matters. That number on that scale doesn't really matter because that number on that scale can be different than what you think your healthy weight would be and you could be just fine. You'd be like, well, this number's not right, but I, but I, feel, I feel okay, I feel good. That's happened to people in the past. That's why I, as a trainer, I don't like people to look at the scale because it can be such a hindrance to your physical and mental health because that scale can mentally, because you have an image, you have, a, you have an idea of what you want to look like and what you think that number on the scale is supposed to read. You know, people think, oh, man, I want to I want to be 30 pounds lighter. I'm like, maybe you only want to be, maybe you only need to be 20 pounds lighter, right? Maybe losing that extra 10 pounds is going to make you feel worse. Because here's the thing. There's people who's, who've lost too much weight, and it, it really didn't turn out well for them because they felt really terrible. Their bodies felt, they felt terrible in their bodies. There's plenty of stories out there about that. People who lost too much weight, you know, because keeping a low body fat percentage is hard freaking work. And it's endless work. It doesn't stop. You have to keep up. And it's hard to maintain, you know, um, which is why, again, I don't go for a super low body fat percentage. I go for something average. Like 15% for me is I can see abs at around 15% for me. I don't know who these people are that I followed. Oh, no. People are streaming on Twitch again. It's scary. But, yeah, I, I, I genuinely, you know, I really looked at the scale too much. Uh, even when, even at my own gym, there's a scale, but I don't look at it too much. I just do my workout and go on about my business. Because I know I'm, I'm sweating, but also I'm, I'm fatiguing. My muscles are being fatigued, which is great. Um, making sure I'm stretching, making sure I'm doing, you know, got proper form and whatnot. And it mostly comes down to eating, as most people should know by now. It just comes down to eating. Input ver like input versus output, calories in versus calories out, which is why I'm starting to focus on the more low-calorie, dense meals and foods and stuff like that. So that way I can still go hard in the gym, just as hard in the gym, and you know really just start to burn off this uh, this excess fat. And I'm not like huge, hugely fat. There's like some some minor flab start uh, starting to appear in certain areas, and I'm like, hmm, I don't like that. Um, because there are certain parts of our bodies that will look a certain way, like legitimately look a certain way, um, and you won't be able to fix that. No amount of exercise, no amount of you know, diet and dieting and whatnot is going to fix that. Like sometimes there are certain areas that we have on our bodies that will just be a certain way, and that's okay. Not everybody's meant to have the V taper. Sometimes you'll just have like a permanent, like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of flab, well, not flab, but a little bit of fat there in that area, right? Like, that's why social media is so bad for you, you know, and that's why I tell people, don't, com don't compare yourselves to anyone else but you. What did you, what did you feel like yesterday, right? What did you, what did you, you know, how was your workout yesterday? You know, you should be feeling better the next day than you did yesterday, better about yourself, better mentally, better physically, you know, and you should be doing better than you did yesterday. That's the important part. So, um, but that's not what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, uh, but I hope everybody's doing well. Um, one of the things that I read recently was a post on social media 
uh, and it, it, it said uh, adults. It, it, you know, it was supposed to be a conversation between adults and teenagers, and the adults' first line was like, "Why, why are you teenagers so depressed and angry?" And the teenagers, one of the teenagers, went on a rant, quote unquote, about, "Well, oh, you, you, you're, you're leaving us in an unlivable, on an unlivable planet. The Amazon and the world is on fire. Um, the climate, you know, the climate." change is looming over our heads and blah 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 and then the end of it gets cut off and it and it's adults coming you know butting in by saying it's the phones let me tell you the teenagers aren't really worried about the climate that much like they're sure there are some that i knew some when i was a teenager but uh, someone who was a teenager at some point yeah we i wasn't worried about the climate i wasn't worried about the economy i wasn't worried about anything that i worry about now as an adult because i was a teenager teenagers have different perspectives and they don't know so much about how this real world can be and work unless they, you know, grew up in a situation where, you know, don't have supportive parents or they're, you know, kind of living on their, they're basically living on their own somehow in their parents' house because their parents aren't supporting them the way they should. There are plenty of teens out there that live like that and maybe they'll understand that a little bit better. They'll understand the world a little bit better. But generally speaking, the average teen isn't really thinking about that. The average teen is, is first of all, angry because, well, they're teenagers and there's a lot of hormonal changes that cause them to be angry and upset and confused. The depression part may come from trauma, something they've experienced like that, but it's definitely not just, it's not really the climate, or nor is it, nor is it the economy and whatnot. It was a climate crisis, that real, that's what they said. And the planet is not unlivable, because they have, because whoever made that post has the enough oxygen going to their brain uh, to even think about that post and then formulate that post and then you know actually post it i can go outside right now what's well, raining but um if i could go outside if it wasn't raining i can go outside even if it is raining i don't need a spacesuit i don't need any uh, oxygen mask right i literally can go outside and breathe air and if you say oh well this is maybe it's not clean air because you know you're you're out by a lot of buildings i can go to a forest i can find a forest i can go up into the mountains i can go to a national park and find fresh air find animals living and thriving like and breathe some fresh air it's not unlivable mars unlivable venus unlivable mercury absolutely unlivable pluto unlivable saturn unlivable neptune unlivable not saying the other one because too many jokes um but like those those planets are unlivable this planet very livable you know why? Because we're still living here. So whoever, whatever 30-year-old made that post that was trying to relate to teens but doesn't actually know what teens think about clearly forgot how their teenage years were. Because so I'm like, sir, I'm like, whoever made that post, you need to look back at your own teen years. Like, what were you worrying about as a teenager? Like, teenagers are worried about popularity contests and being accepted and stuff like that. And they're looking at social media about, you know, and social media is telling them how they should be when they're 18, 21 years old, how they should have, you know, be making 65K a year and, and having their own houses and being married and having a kid on the way. You know, like, what? Or being an entrepreneur, being a successful entrepreneur, having their own business, you know, or be, you know, a manager somewhere or freaking CEO. Like, again... Like, they're, they're, like, the expectations that social media gives out, these false expectations that social media gives out, it, not good. That's what makes the teens depressed. So, yes, it is the phones. It is the phones. 
And it's not, you know, it's not me being upset at the teenager being on the phone or having the phone. It's me upset that social media is is doing this to so many teens and, you know, there's not much being done about it. You know, I don't have a teenage audience, but um, I can say that as someone who was a teen, like looking on social media definitely did not help what was going on with me, you know. So especially with the fitness side of all these social medias, um, young ladies, like all these female influ- female fitness influencers, um, terrible, 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 inf- ter- they're terrible role models, absolutely terrible, because they either are using some sort of PED, they've either had some surgery, you know, some enhancements to their bodies and whatnot, and they'll have young girls thinking out here like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm look, look at me, I'm 25, and I look like this. And if you don't look like this, you should use these products that aren't really going to work. They're just going to make me money. I hate scams like that. That's why I hate the fitness industry on social media so much. There are very few fitness creators that I actually follow and actually pay attention to because they have sound advice. And a lot of other people just are saying stuff and are just doing stuff because of sponsorships. They're not doing stuff because of the passion for the fitness industry and the passion for making people's lives better and the passion for giving people you know, knowledge, true knowledge uh, about this industry and about how they can actually help themselves daily, improving their health and whatnot, you know, mobility, flexibility. Uh, but, like, no, they're just worried about money, 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 sponsorships, followers, likes, things like that. I hate that. I really hate that. It's a, it's a scummy way to operate, very scummy way, and, and especially in such a crucial industry that the world definitely needs uh, people who give out truth. It needs more people who give out truth in this industry, you know, instead of all these people who are just doing stuff based off of, again, a sponsorship, a contract. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. There's so many people messaging me right now. Why? Um, but yeah, like, teens are definitely depressed because of social media. And some other things. Like, you know, like I was. I was depressed because of some outside, some other things, some more personal issues. Um, it was definitely not the climate crisis. It definitely wasn't. And the world is not on fire. That, that post must have been originally made like back when Australia was having that issue. But the world is not on fire. You know, fires, fires happen, but the world is not on fire. Trust me, you would know if the world was on fire. We'd be having some actual breathing issues. So, I, I truly do kind of hate the over-exaggeration sometimes. Oh, man, I truly do hate the exaggeration sometimes. And I just, again, I just hate the post because it's like, I don't think you're actually a teenager. Just teenagers, I've seen how teenagers, you know, make posts and whatnot. I'm like, you're not a teenager. I'm not saying teenagers can't be intelligent because they absolutely can, but intelligent teenagers still wouldn't make a cringy list like that and list all the things that that person specifically did. It's kind of more of a ridiculous thing. Ay, ay, ay. I tell you guys. 
I cannot wait for the day where I have more influence over people in terms of fitness and social media and whatnot. Um, and I can actually put out good messages and genuinely teach people. But we're getting there step by step, day by day. We've got some things to, some goals I want to accomplish and whatnot. Oh, man. I'm itchy. Okay, there we go. Sorry. I get itchy sometimes. But I really do appreciate you guys for being here. Um, progress on those episodes, on those other episodes for when I'll be gone, I don't know. There is no status right now. But there soon will be. There's just a lot of self-improvement I've got to do in these next few weeks before I leave and then while I'm gone and then you know, a couple of weeks after I get back, I got to kind of wind down and such, but we'll see how uh, things go and we'll see how I handle this. I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. I'm not going to really lose myself in these next few weeks. I just literally am going to, you know, be in a different place mentally um, as I really just get back to get back to basics and and really get back to doing what I do best and uh, you know gotta gotta turn on you gotta turn on the turbo you gotta turn on the engines and really just start grinding out uh, what needs to be you know grinded out there's no time for lollygagging and, and laughing around this is it this is this is final stretch this is how we gotta do stuff so Pushing myself mentally and physically these next few weeks is going to be a challenge, but it's something I'm up for. It's something I'm willingly, you know, I got to do. Something I voluntarily have to do. Something that I really want to do because I want to improve. And I want to see where I can get. This is about proving something to myself. Not anybody else, but me. Because I'm the one who benefits from having this body in shape. I'm the only one who benefits. You know? So, you know, I appreciate you guys for listening. I got to get back to doing what I do, uh, but I will be back again on Wednesday, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, for another episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. Remember the love is patient. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.